0: What you know about going out, head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest try and live it up, rock, dude, get a truck, beats all, put it up, stick a kid, nigga, what, jig with a cut, sip Chris, fit it up, hoes rock, get your nut, tuck, can't get it up, I'm a big man, get the room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Van why you stand on the wall, hand on your balls, lighting up drugs, always fighting in the club, I'm the reason they made the dress cold to figure out what and why, when I'm in my fresh clothes, dresses I suppose, from my neck to my toes, neck full of <laughs> Go, put gas from my roads, rec shows, collect those, extra old. By the heat, get a key to the next to hold. East West every state. Come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy committee. With the friend of the X friends, and the lecturer Let's begin. Bring it to yes to an end. You know, we're talking about Trump and Biden. (laughs) That took forever to get to the chorus. It really did. I'm so sorry. That is (laughs)
1: hilarious.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Let's Just Go for One. Hi. This is Faith. I'm Anna. Yeah. And I mean, we're not going to get super political because we know everyone needs a break from politics. But all we have to say about that debate.
1: Bad, 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 bad boy. (laughs) What in the hell? You do not make us feel so good. No, I don't feel I don't feel good at all.
0: (laughs) At all. So welcome to our podcast. Um, it's been like a couple weeks. We actually are doing well with our every other week podcast schedule that we're trying to stick to. And we're gonna try really hard, guys to stay within a decent time limit today. We're
1: going for, let's go 50 minutes. Oh my God. I was going to be like 25. Oh, I was actually going to say a half hour, but (laughs) I didn't (laughs) want to hurt your feelings. Okay. No, I was, I was like,
0: no, we're going to, we're going to power this one. We're going to power through this. It's going to be like the best, most efficiently spoken podcast
1: that we've ever had. Exactly. Totally. 100%. Instead
0: of 10 sentences, I'll use one.
1: Oh, very nice. Uh, Drink of the podcast ice water? (laughs) Yes. Well, only to be, so I, so like we've talked about before, I'm at the farmer's market every other week with my juice business. And I made this new thing. It's a ginger tonic. I call it ginger spice after ginger spice, obviously. Yeah. So it is, but I like made it like in a big pot Can on top I, I of want my some. stove okay well yeah okay i'll, I'll make you one during the <laughs> break anyway I, I, so, <laughs> I, I asked you if you wanted anything
0: i didn't realize you were making like a cool like oh yeah yeah no oh, I, i'm totally gonna make it for that. you and i love ginger
1: Oh, then you're gonna love it. Love ginger. You're gonna love it. Yeah. So, but it was so cool because I had a big pot on top of my stove and like I had to actually make it. And you I feel felt like, like a witch. I felt like a witch with my cauldron. I felt so amazing.
0: Speaking of the new witches comes out on October 22nd, HBO Max, whatever. Uh, they didn't call us to be in it. It's cool. It's
1: no, cool. it's fine. Um, also, <laughs> I'm going to purchase HBO Max just for that.
0: Oh, no, I'll just give you my code. Oh. Uh,
1: Seriously. Is, that gonna, is this going to be like Apple TV, though, because that did not go. You're allowed now. to watch porn on it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've given
0: up now. Thank you. You want to watch Thank all you. the porn you want? It's awesome. Fine. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> That's
1: why I love you. Um, but, so I'm drinking my ginger spice.
0: I love it. I really one. want to drink that. Um, well, it's Sunday. We, the bills right now are 4-0, and 0, so it's clearly 2020 where weird shit is going on <laughs> in the universe. But we'll take it, we'll take it. you know what? if that means the bills are going to the Super Bowl, we'll take it. So yeah, I've been drinking a little um and working on my line that I'm selling at Beth's uh, yoga studio uh. so, Yeah, I had a dirty martini. So now I'm on to the ice water. I promise I will try not to chew my ice into the microphone. You won't, because as soon as I hear
1: that, (laughs) I'm going to flip this table over and we'll be fine.
0: I might do it just because I didn't get any ginger tonic. I I didn't realize that was the drink of the poncho.
1: I'm going to make you some.
0: So walk a shame. Oh, no. Last episode. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe we had some. I don't know. Ever since our big audio fail on the first two episodes, I feel like we're in the clear now. Yeah. I think. Knock on wood. Why do you say stuff out loud? I know. I I just ruined it. My audio is going to start getting trippy. It is. It's totally going to do that. (laughs)
1: Um, We're in October. So for your astro update, it's a big, big month astrologically. We just had a full moon. We had the autumn equinox the week before. We have Mercury going into retrograde soon. On oh, the great. Yeah, on the 13th. And then super interesting. So, Mercury in retrograde is all about like reassessing, reevaluating. And typically during that time, there are a lot of communication issues, a lot of technology issues going on. So, what's super interesting is it ends on November 3rd. which Which is election day seriously oh god it's literally at all anyone's been talking about
0: november 7th i don't know no don't ask it's november okay
1: yeah it's early this year here we go yeah so Uh, it's wow i know like what are the odds right wow it's gonna Hmm. be a little kooky anyway and also october has two okay full moons so i was with a bunch of people yes and I go, you know. That was a weird intro to the well, <laughs>
0: story. But okay. I wasn't like being anti-quarantine people. <laughs> Don't get your panties in a bunch. Mm-hmm. But I was with my quarantined group of people I've been mm-hmm. hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, and they were all talking about how all these weird things are happening. And I said, well, buckle up. There's two full moons in October. And then they were like, really? What does that mean? And I'm like, that's all the information I have. Yeah, Actually, Anna has to tell yeah. me what that means. But. I know it's
1: troublesome. <laughs> it is. So because it just, so not only are they full moons, but also the new moon, which is in the middle of the month is a super moon, which when it's a super moon, that means it's closer to the earth than normal. And so when the moon's closer to the earth, you know, she's going down. Also, October is always like a whoo, like the best month ever. Yeah, I'm so excited. And then because there are two full moons. And when's the second full
0: moon? The super is Halloween. It? That's what I thought.
1: Like virgins I'm of sorry. the world. Are you ready to light your candles? And I don't have my kids <laughs> this weekend or that weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Halloween and it's Jude's sure, birthday. So sure. obviously we're going to go trick or treating and stuff, but then like actual hocus pocus. I'm going to, Oh, 1000%. I'm going to hook that shit up. Are you going to have like a seance? I mean, I'm not against it, Yeah. but like, I also have never done that. Can so you invite I don't know me? how to do that. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready 100%. for some shit. Um, so, and because there's two full moons, the second moon, the second full moon is called a blue moon, which is where, and um Ellen Bourne talked about this. In January. That's, that's where that saying comes from is once in a blue moon. Yes. Because it doesn't happen very often.
0: Yeah. And it's happening on Halloween in 2020. I know.
1: Get ready, people. Oh. It's going to be cuckoo.
0: I literally want to physically like
1: buckle up. Like, you know, I, people
0: like buckle up. I'm like, no, I want to put a helmet on and buckle up somewhere on Halloween. So yeah, I'm but pretty like,
1: terrified. Where do you even buckle up to? I to don't be know. Honest with I you. know.
0: I it's know. I know. It's crazy. So anyways, Um, happy October.
1: It's going to be super fun, guys. Super fun.
0: As like a little kind of get, get excited because these have both been confirmed. So I'm not just saying these things. Hmm. We have some guests lined up for the season. (sighs) Yes.
1: Super excited. So
0: super exciting. We're going to have another mental health episode, Mm -hmm. which is exciting because the first one we had was pre COVID. Mm -hmm. So I'm really ready to hear about mental health. Now that shit has hit the fan in
1: the world. Can I tell you, that so we're going to bring brian costello back and i talked to him i had a a phone call with him just to kind of go down like oh good looking for yes yes. and stuff and then we're going to have another call pia like yeah we're going to have another call with them anyway so while i'm talking to him i'm not even (laughs) kidding i i was having a day it was just like one of those days where i was like uh, like i was in my dark place and I'm having this conversation with him and we're talking about what's going on in the world and stuff. And I'm not even kidding you. As he was talking, I'm silently sobbing on the other end. I'm really? Like, he's, so, he's so right about it. Like it is, it's intense right now. It's it is super intense, intense. Yeah. And it almost feels more intense now than it did during quarantine. Oh, a thousand percent, like, thousand percent. I legit feel like I'm lo- like slowly, un- maybe not even slowly, but like well, just unraveling here. We are going to talk about this. I feel like this is going to be a big topic in today's podcast
0: mm-hmm. because the unraveling is happening. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> and the other um. Exciting guest we have on that is confirmed is little Miss Emily Saramac. Yay! Is going to be coming back on our podcast and if you guys don't remember she is our shopping or like total shopping guru. Mm-hmm. She actually works for a company whose her job is to actually get information about like Black Friday and how to find savings and how to be a smart shopper mm-hmm. and when and where to buy things. <clears throat> And so she helped us last year navigate through Black Friday. And what's really interesting, and I don't know if you moms feel this, but I'm like, how is shopping going to be this year for Christmas? Right. Everything is different. The Mm -hmm. way already so many stores have come forward to say they're not opening on Thanksgiving. They're not Mm -hmm. doing the Black Friday craziness because Mm -hmm. of safety issues. Yeah. So she has actually done already a ton of research about what the opportunities and offers are going to be for shopping. Uh, amazing and how to get an early start to it mm-hmm. and what stores are going to be offering. So we're going to have her on too. And she's going to be talking about like how to kind of get ready for the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And that's really
1: exciting. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited for that one. Uh, hopefully I don't cry during that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so another wait, what? So I, I can't remember if I talked about this dating app last time or not. It's called ship. Oh, I talked about this dating
0: app like a year ago on this podcast because, yes, because that's when a friend gets to hook you up with someone that they think you'd be a good match for. It just came out in January. It did not come out in January. I told you about this last year. I literally, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Any of our, Jen oh, Snyder, podcast. where are you? Find the podcast. <laughs> she will talk. I you. talked about this last <laughs> year and I said, oh my God, Anna, there's a podcast where, or an uh, app. Oh where my God, you're right. I, I just can totally hook you up with someone, like the friend does it for you. Yes. Okay. And you go, I don't know if I'd be into that. And I said, no, I would be able to pick the people that you go on dates with. Okay.
1: So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I do totally remember this. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot about that entire conversation because I heard about it on another podcast I listened to. Was it ours? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it was. That's so weird. So weird. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But, okay. So, uh, according to this podcast, it just came out in January. Um, But apparently it did not. Maybe no, it-, it did. But I talked about it. Okay. Because it's like, you know, it's been 10 months.
0: I talked oh about it. my
1: God, that's crazy.
0: I talked Ugh. about it, I think, in the spring. Okay.
1: Well, here's the deal. I signed up for it. And I, cho- I chose three people to do the shipping for me. I didn't get an email. You <laughs> did. Well, because here's the thing. You have negative 24 hours in a week because you're very busy. That's true. So, yeah. So, I gave it to people who don't have to worry about the shit that you currently have to worry about with between working like 80 hours a day and shit. So anyway, here's the bad news, though, is that when you don't live in a major city, these new cool dating apps, (laughs) there's like 10 fucking guys on there. Are they the 10 guys you already know from other dating apps? Actually, surprisingly, no.
0: Oh, good.
1: Yeah. That's exciting. And there's only one that I like did not ship but what's great about the app well clearly i'm not selling it because if you're a female and listening to this (laughs) i've already gone through the 10 guys and the one never dm'd me so don't worry about it (laughs) um but it's it's super cool because i don't have to do any work they do it and then i go on the app and just see if they chose anybody and they didn't because it is really nice because it takes a lot of the heat off of me which i appreciate yeah um Yeah. Cool. I like it. Is one of
0: the three people one of your sisters?
1: No. Mm,
0: I think that's good and bad.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. That's both good and bad. Yeah. I did. I, I... I strategically chose. These yeah. You have to have three rating. very different people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly you. what I did. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's, um. I love Giving you an update. And then I keep forgetting that I even, I even have it because it's only 10 people. On <laughs> it. And it's like, expand your horizons. I'm like, dude, I got like a, from like 30 <laughs> until like 55, <laughs> dude, that's about it. Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Good All stuff.
1: Right. Um, Another weight what that I have. Okay. Is, I mean, the irony here is that we both got together today and we're like, we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. And now I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm so excited. I'm here for it. I'm just chewing my ice. Um, so I can't remember if it was 2020. I think it was in the beginning of the year. We had an episode and I was just like, I'm tired. I don't want to do stuff anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to relax. And now I'm doing the opposite of that currently. Absolutely. I literally have four jobs right now. <laughs> which is super exciting. Um, but I'm doing the juice thing, which ends at the end of the month. And then um, did you include our podcast? Cause that would be five jobs, five jobs right now. <laughs> so yeah, I don't consider this I, a job. Yeah, I like that.
0: You don't consider this a job. A also, because we're not fun. getting paid. <laughs> B because we have some money. I we mean, do. we do. Yes. We're pretty aligned with my daughter's allowance. But yeah. Keep going. <laughs>
1: and i mean my 9 yeah, yeah. year old oh, not my 15 year old yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100% um so i have my normal job 9 to 5 we'll call it um and then what else oh yoga teaching yoga and your new job? My new job that I started last week, which yeah. I'm working uh, with the uh, Village of Hamburg now. So that's super exciting. I'm just happy that you're finally getting paid for it because you've <laughs> always worked with the Village of Hamburg. I do love it here. Just as an FYI, yeah, yes. yeah. So I'm super excited. I'm, it, I just love like the whole like new possibilities and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm here for it. I know. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And then I was like, I. I'm doing a lot right now. Yeah, You went the opposite, but I'm proud I of you. And I have very to very outside like, your comfort zone. It feels really good right now.
0: Yeah, that's good. Like
1: everything that I'm doing feels really good. So yeah. it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. Yeah, that's good. Kinda, I mean, the homeschooling thing, 100% overwhelming. Oh, well, We're going to dive into that. Does not make me feel good at all. Nope. Not even a little bit. So you guys know
0: that we love the home edit so much. But did you guys know there is a local, local place person, Ashley Ciano, I love her, um, that owns her own business called Organized by Design Buffalo. And she creates essentially what the home Edit is doing, that calm and order in your home right here
1: locally. I nearly shat my pants when <laughs> they told me this. I'm like. I did not have to do any of this. You mean, you mean I could have actually called somebody local to do this? Yes. So whether it's a large room or a small pantry organized by design, will work with you to decide what to keep and what to toss or donate. Yeah. Then they will design a space that is both beautiful and functional. And who doesn't want function? Uh,
0: Seriously. And I love that she even helps with the donating part. Like she helps the edit. Yeah. That's step one. Yeah, I can't get past step one. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. And so obviously she's helping reduce the stress at home, which hello, we all need (laughs) um, by transforming your chaos to calm, creating organized by design space.
1: And their services include home organizing, kitchens, bathrooms, bedrooms, closets, offices, nurseries, basements and garages. Yep which are the pits absolutely
0: and i know she's amazing at moving and relocating or selling your home Ooh. so she's really good at staging pre-move prep managing logistics unpacking and organizing I know she works with a lot of like athletes in this area, too, Mm -hmm. because they're moving or new athletes are coming in and they just don't have that time to really either get ready to move or come into a nice, organized house. She really does that for all of them. It's unreal. You guys have to check
1: her out. And the best part is, especially with everything going on with COVID, they have virtual organizing. So the Organized Design Now program is designed specifically for the client that prefers more of a DIY approach. So if you are like, eh, I want to be organized, but I want people in my house, like this is for you. I don't know why I keep making that voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was,
0: it's okay. It's
1: okay. It was an icky voice. It was. It was good. It was it's And they provide a personalized shopping list and step-by-step instructions on how to make your space
0: perfect. She's amazing. Look her up on Instagram. It's organized underscore. Hold on. Ashley, I can't mess this up. And you know I will because I have to look at it. Organized underscore by underscore design underscore Buffalo organized by design Buffalo. her name is Ashley Ciano. she is amazing. We talked about the home edit last episode and we said yeah. I think they're like hundred and fifty no 250 an hour in New York. yeah, yeah. when you guys hear about Ashley's prices, they are so beyond reasonable it's That's amazing less than ha- less almost a, th- a fourth what it would cost for the home edit to come. She's amazing. She's trustworthy. She's loyal. And if you call or send her a DM and book her to come organize your space, and you mention our podcast, you get 10% off your home home home. Home. <laughs> Organ, organ organizing I need to organize my words Ashley I can't even get this together but I'm your so hormone excited design <laughs> your hormone design organization system she you get 10% off if you mention our podcast because Ashley is the best you guys have to check her out she has pictures of before and afters. oh my on god they're Instagram. so beautiful so check beautiful. her out. She's amazing. And we hope this helps. And we're just happy to bring a little piece of our OCD organization yes. into all of your homes. and I can't feel high and I scream from the top of my lungs. What's going on? I said hey. what's going on?
1: So I had a special song for the debate as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that was what it
0: was. I really love that song.
1: Um, (laughs) Seriously, what is going on?
0: What is going on? I actually really like, if you guys haven't watched, if you didn't watch Jimmy Fallon's opener right after the debate, he had the best and funniest comments about it. He goes, I feel like nobody wins in this debate. He goes, in fact, the only person who enjoyed that debate was Vladimir Putin, who was (laughs) laughing maniacally while stroking his cat. And watching the downfall of America. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Side note, Anna made me this (laughs) glorious ginger concoction Mm -hmm. that I am literally obsessed with. I don't think you know how much I love ginger to begin with. I mean, it, this, this is this, like your this soulmate. I, then. I am in love. This is the best drink I've ever had in my entire life. Aww. This is better than coffee or tea or anything. Oh, my
1: God. This is
0: the best drink I've ever had. Thank you. This is so good. I honestly cannot even express to you how good this is.
1: Thank you. Also, if you
0: threw a little vodka in here.
1: Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah for or sure. like whiskey whiskey like for like shit? yeah instead
0: of like a hot toddy or something. yeah oh. this
1: this this is my to-go we always find a way um yeah so the debate back to happened. the debate oh, yeah God, this is so good oh, thank you thank you <laughs> um so that was it was it was that a hey, dumpster yay, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly it was a dumpster fire well first of
0: all i so That night I had worked a crazy day and my husband worked a crazy day and we came home and obviously I knew we were going to watch the debate, but I was so beat and I was like, I'm just going to lay down in the bedroom. You know, he, he was awesome that night. He got the kids to sleep and I said, just come in the bedroom when you're done and then we'll watch the debate together. Just wake me up. So I was sleeping a nice, peaceful, happy sleep (laughs) (laughs) and then got woken up to a sound that I can only relate to as like, The same like what my husband experiences when he walks into the bedroom and I'm watching a real housewives fight Mm. and they're like screaming and pulling extensions and flipping tables. That's what I felt like I woke up to.
1: Yeah. But the male version. Yeah. Yeah. Which is more annoying? Because yeah, it's just it was so, so annoying much talking over each other. And I, and I, I
0: did exactly what I do to a Bravo show. I'm yelling at them. I'm
1: like, dude,
0: okay, oh, stop interrupting. Okay, stop. Shut up. Okay, st- hey, cut it out. Oh my god, can you get control of this, please, Andy Cohen? Oh wait, you're not Andy
1: Cohen because he would have control of this. Yeah, Chris Wallace, man. Oh. <laughs> what was going on I saw a meme that I was like snorting laughing by myself in my couch on my couch that said we should get a mom who has been home with her children since March to uh, moderate these debates she would (laughs) shut that shit down
0: I like the one that's like it's very clear after watching this debate that Chris Wallace is not the primary caregiver of his household (laughs)
1: Uh, I mean, I was texting my friends. I said, if I wanted to watch this, I'd wake up my kids. Yes, like to see, just have them. If I wanted two toddlers to just like. I mean, I don't care what side of, of what argument you're on.
0: We can all come together as a country to agree that that was a dumpster fire. It was a dumpster so, fire. So, yay, for the first thing all of America can agree on. Yay. In a world full of division, we can all agree that that was a shit show. <laughs> so, let's come together. Bills are 4-0. I, the world's coming together. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. So, the next one is Thursday, October 15th. So- I don't know why they're having more. It, why well, are they having more? Well, now VP who knows one, what the fuck
0: they're the going to do? The VP one is this week. Yeah. That is exciting. I will be watching. Oh,
1: 100%. And that should be a good
0: Yeah, debate. that'll be a good time.
1: Um, But here's the thing. So now, because right after the debate, we found out that President Trump has COVID-19. So now, who knows if there's going to be a second That's debate?
0: True. Well, I mean... Certainly, I don't wish bad health on anybody because I would not ever wish that because I'm a normal human person. Mm -hmm. However, that all being said, if this gets us out of more debates, I mean, you know... (laughs) I won't argue that point. Like I, know, I think we're good. Like- I think we're good. I think anybody at this point knows where they're voting. Yes. Um. And if you don't know, you're going to get zero information from watching the debate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's really no point. Just go and educate yourself uh, yeah. on sites like A Starting Point by yeah, Anna's Chris boyfriend, Evans. Chris Evans. So or, funny. you know, go get your own information because should you be watching a debate as because you don't know who to vote for, That's really not the best representation for either candidate. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, nor is it accurate, Um, nor is it actually like easy to listen to.
1: No, (laughs) So I nothing about it is okay. I would
0: just really recommend that you go do your own education and get your facts and make your own decision from there.
1: So the vice president one is Wednesday, October 7th at 9 p.m. I wish they would make me stop staying up so late on a Wednesday, because um, it's a school night for me. They have
0: to keep it up late in case there are swear words.
1: Not joking. I'm joking. Mean, it's, it's like TV ma. Um, I will say that the next two presidential debates are moderated by women. So,
0: oh, they will shut that shit down. I mean, I mean, I know. Okay, so I know that this particular person is. Well, actually, you know what? I'd really love. I would love if it was two women. If it was like Rachel Maddow, mm-hmm. and like. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of her name. Tommy Loren. What's her name? I'm saying her name wrong. I can't think. I'm like in a love relationship with this ginger tonic <laughs> I'm drinking right now. Wow. But I, I, alone. I would really want like a Republican woman and Democratic mm-hmm. woman coming mm-hmm. together and moderating that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some or- kick ass women that throw shit down. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's not about their opinion. It's about, you know, these two men that they need to get under control.
1: Although one thing that they had talked about doing was having like a mic silencer. We're oh, like just turning the, it off. Yeah. Yeah. Just turn it off. when. Because that's what a mom would say. Speak. You
0: yeah. get two minutes and guess what? Your mic just got turned off. We can't hear you. Go to your room. It's her turn. She has the thinking stick right now. You have lost that privilege. You turn around and face the wall. Do I have to put a T-shirt on both of you and make you sit in a room till you can come out and have a conversation? Oh, my God. I just can't believe that. it. You know, I will say this. I'm going to be honest. So I posted a few things, and a lot of them were that, like, I don't, you know. One of the memes that I reposted was, uh, I don't think men over 65 should be able to be president anymore. Yep. And I had. A couple of people who I love and respect sent me messages saying I deeply disagree. I feel like that with age comes a wisdom, and you know, and I understand that. I totally understand that point. And I said I can totally respect and understand that point. Please explain to me in that debate where you saw wisdom, regality, <laughs> yeah, or any sort of
1: maturity due to their age. No. Cause I didn't see
0: that at no. all.
1: Oh man, and it's like. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. talk too much about my own opinion but <laughs> it, it just was it was a shit
0: show mm-hmm. it was a shit show so I would highly recommend not watching the next two debates I will say that I'm super pumped about the content that's been on SNL because of it oh my god right golden episodes that Jim Carrey oh what? my god <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't gone to watch SNL this past Saturday of Jim Carrey you really need to go on and watch it. It really is amazing. And, you know, my whole theory in life is, you know, when you want to cry, you try to find humor instead. So in the state of the world right now, I can really appreciate the people
1: who are trying to make humor out of it to make us all laugh. So Mike Wallace was clearly the nerd in his school (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have said that what you were drinking so um and no offense to Mike Wallace but I I feel like well I just totally offended him whatever you definitely Um, he's definitely listening you know who they need if they don't have a woman the kind of man that they need is like Mike Dexter from can't hardly wait like the (laughs) asshole bully to be like no shut up nerd (laughs) Nobody likes you. Amanda. <laughs> I hate that
0: <laughs> That's the kind of they guy. Need they yeah. Because you need an asshole to wrangle in an asshole.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or
0: assholes. Uh, plural. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm. I'm just not really about, you know what? I've just, this is what I'll say. And then I'll be done with it. As a woman, it actually hurt my heart to watch two, three old men yelling over each other mm-hmm. about an archaic topic, such as women's rights. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, so- oh wait, I'm sorry. My kids can't go to school five days a week. The world is blowing up. Everything's a fucking mess. But you know, you remember that thing that we decided on in 1950? Hey, let's bring that back up again. Yeah. That seems fun. Hey, fuckers there's other shit going on right can we not get back on the hamster wheel of problems that we already solved can we look at the new problems out there and solve those maybe california is continuously having like natural disasters is blowing the fuck up right now california is blowing up florida doesn't care can we fix the world do we have to go back to Roe versus Wade? Yeah. That has been over and done oh with. Oh,
1: my God. Hi,
0: 65-year-olds. Did you not watch the news? It's all done. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find new topics to talk about. The world is pretty screwed up. Oh, my God. And, and, I, my- and I don't care if you're right. I don't care if you're left. I don't care where you fall. I respect everybody's opinion.
1: Collectively. But we're
0: watching up. women's rights come back on the table. Yeah. As Stop a woman it. by some old men who need to fix other shit in the world was a little disheartening.
1: Uh, I'm like, OK, well, this is when I turn it off and turn on SNL. Everything about it was disheartening. Yeah. So it was redonk. So I, I just who in one yes. America zero.
0: <laughs> just
1: That's who where who we're in at. Is hairless cat one. <laughs> America zero. Who,
0: who's the who's the bad guy, um, the villain and Mike Myers, Austin Powers? Yes.
1: Doctor Evil. That is exactly
0: how I view that, yeah, Putin. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Even Doctor Evil's like, ha, ha, ha.
1: <laughs>
0: no, that's how Putin laughs too. I think he actually based the character. They on might them. be the
1: same. It's loosely based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So there's that. Well, and I mean, talking about women's rights again, which what the.
0: It's 2020, and we're bringing these up. Why it's are we cool. talking about it's that? cool.
1: I think, too, it's even more triggering. I'm going to use that word for us at this point because it, we literally feel like we have stepped back into time uh-huh. with quarantine and with all of this new responsibility that we have. And I Absolutely. think we touched on it last time that <clears throat> women are the ones who are taking all of this time off of work so they can take care of their kids and their kids education. So
0: it's a funny conversation and we're going to get funny in a not funny way. <laughs> funny in a <laughs> <laughs> shoot me kind of way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like we're all good. Gonna- <laughs> yeah. Like, it's this fine. is great. It's fine. So,
0: you know, it's funny. So we're going to go right into our topic and it may not be as happy and jolly as other topics we've talked about, but guess think- what?
1: We're losing our fucking shit yeah. over here. And
0: I think it's relatable So what's really interesting to me, this is my, I guess, wait, what, and also topic of the podcast
1: Yeah,
0: is my relationship in this world as a woman. Mm -hmm. And I've had to go into some deep thought of it. Uh, All the time, it always is around me how I work full time and I have a non-traditional marriage in the sense that my husband and I are pretty much 50-50 of what we bring to the table and what we do. So there are times that he takes on the role of mom and there are times that I have to take on the role as dad in in the kind of stereotypical ways that moms and dads bring things to the table, I guess Mm -hmm. is what I would say. We have a little bit more of an evolved relationship where it's not super traditional. And what is really funny is, I mean, maybe in some areas that's a little more normal, but where we particularly live in Western New York, it is not as normal. It's still not really okay. It's not really like universally accepted as much as it is in maybe other areas.
1: I think it is and it isn't depending on the generation as well.
0: Sure. So what's really interesting, and this kind of came to me as my husband and I were, I won't say arguing, but discussing women's roles in um, in, now, in my role. And what's really funny is that, and I don't even know what the point of this is, but I'm just going to say how it feels, is that, you know, I'm really lucky because I have a husband who over the years has had to kind of be in my shoes when I can't be there because I have worked full time. So he's taken on the position of obviously being a dad and then being a mom. And it's kind of like whatever he does as a dad is like his starting score. And then anything he does extra kind of filling the void of where I could be. It's like bonus points, bonus points, bonus points. And like in everybody's eyes, he's like racked up these like Mario bonus points. He's hit every fucking (laughs) coin box along the way. Right. (laughs) And it's like he is so winning and I am lucky and I am very blessed and I've absolutely never taken that away from him. And I've Mm -hmm. always known what he's brought to the table and that's always been amazing. What is funny is on the other side of it, I obviously do all of the things that I need to do as a mom You know, and I split a lot of those duties with my husband, but I've also brought a lot to the table that a dad normally does, whether it's financially or in whatever ways it has been, I take on the role of dad. And what is funny is I get my points of being a mom Mm -hmm. and then everything that I do that doesn't fit into that traditional mom bubble. So and I'm talking anything I do that would kind of be traditionally be done by a man Mm -hmm. Or when I financially bring more to the table or when I do anything independent for myself that Mm -hmm. does not have to do with my family, it negates my points. Yeah, Everything that I do for myself that is not in the eyes of people as a traditional role, anything extra I bring onto my plate is negating. Oh, well, she's doing a podcast now. Oh, she's very honest and oh, I can't be good, you know. Oh my gosh. You know, anything
1: I can watching, watching too, the kids while they're podcasting? Sure.
0: Oh my God, she works every night. Oh my God, she wasn't at the hockey game. Oh my gosh, her poor husband. Uh, so what's funny is <laughs> where I am, what, what I am doing in my life that is either for myself or for the betterment of our family where my husband and I are 50-50, everything in that box for me takes away from my original score of what I am to people's minds as a mom to begin with. Mm-hmm. And anything my husband does that's outside of the norm of being a traditional dad gets in bonus points. Mm-hmm. That is how this world is. And it sucks. It, it sucks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I am a mom who's worked my ass off. I have done everything I need to do. I have there. And there have been times in my family dynamic where I have ho- had to hold up financial ends of things so that my family could have the opportunities to pursue bigger careers and bigger dreams. And I've always been in support of that. Mm -hmm. But by me working all the time, by me missing things, by me doing all these things, it negates from that score of how everybody views you as a woman, right? Right. It it takes away. And I said, why is it like that? Why can't all these things that I do and what I bring to the table, why why isn't that a plus sign for me too? Wow. You have a wife who can make dinner and get your house clean, do all the shit and she can bring home the bacon. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. You have a wife who does these things and she has other dreams and other things she does to herself Mm -hmm. and other means of not only fulfilling her own career, but bringing more happiness to your family. Why is that looked at as being negative? But whatever a man does and he adds on to his plate is a positive. Right. And I'm not saying that's for everybody, but that's certainly how it feels as a mom. You have a mom guilt. You don't hear a dad guilt.
1: Have you ever heard the term dad guilt? You have mom guilt. No, because the bar is so low for them (laughs) that there's no reason to.
0: And that's what it is. It's like everyone wants to know what mom guilt is. Mom guilt is this. Whatever this glass house in your head that you assume that your role is as a mom, that you assume anything that deters you from it is a negative on your score of being a mom. And that is what mom guilt is, is trying to prioritize what is what is happening in your life to what you think is supposed to be happening. And I am personally sick of it because well, all of those things is what makes me a mom. and And right. I'm... I'm done with this mom guilt. I'm done with holding and harboring this. I'm done with feeling we always feel guilty, but the guilt that we have is because we are all trying to be this image of what we think we're supposed to be. And that's just not real because if that was real and everyone was achieving it, we wouldn't have mom guilt. Why do we have guilt for the things in our life that make us more?
1: Well, and I think, too, it's not just working moms. I feel like stay-at-home moms get the same thing. Oh, yes, absolutely. And certainly
0: that's my personal experience as being a working mom. So I was just speaking from my own personal opinion, but that is absolutely not to take away from all moms.
1: Yeah. All moms have a complex. It's like because this is my own personal opinion, but I feel like once you have a child, it's a societal thing where – you lose your identity. Mm -hmm.
0: And if there's
1: a mother who is like, I don't want to like, no, like I'm still me.
0: Yeah. And then if you try to indulge into that part of you that makes you feel good or feel normal, you're supposed to feel guilty for that. Exactly. And that's bullshit. Oh, who's with the kids?
1: Yeah. I've never, she's
0: out again.
1: I've never heard anybody when I was married ask my husband when he goes somewhere oh, oh, oh so who's watching
0: the kids yeah. how do you balance working and and your family do you ask do you want to ask my husband that yeah, too exactly seriously you know and it's it's such a weird thing and I don't know why it's there and it's really bothered me lately but to be honest it's a huge core in my relationship that my husband and I have been slowly unpeeling too mm-hmm. because it has caused a lot of kind of conflicts of trying to figure out our roles as parents, as mm-hmm. friends, as husband and wife. And it can lead to a lot of resentment. Absolutely. Because it's it's this whole world that you're trying to find your place in. But anyways, the whole point of this that I wanted to get down to mm-hmm. is that I've always been a huge advocate of mom supporting moms. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just, I'm so done with this. And I have to give a quick shout out. I won't say her name. She knows who she is. But I have a a client who I'm very close with who had a baby. And prior to having a baby, she's like babysat children. She's been a nanny. She's unreal. She's always had such a knack with children. She could not wait to be a mom. From the day she was like could have a thought in her head, she couldn't wait to have a baby. Mm -hmm. This has been her entire life. She had a baby. And she is now dealing with such truly traumatic and severe postpartum depression. Oh, God. And she is feeling so terrible about it because she's like, I'm not supposed to feel this way. I'm just mm-hmm. supposed to be a mom and love it and blah, blah, blah. And motherhood is nothing of what she thought it was. Mm-hmm. And we just had, she just came in and we had a whole discussion. I said, it-, it doesn't need to be this box of what you think it is. And she's like, but why don't more moms talk about the struggle? Exactly. Why don't more moms talk about how they feel guilty? Why is it this image that is out there that everyone's trying to adapt to? And the the realness of it is if you just embrace what is actually going on in your life as a mom and as a woman, that should help shape you into being a better parent. Mm-hmm. That should help shape you into being a better mom. And I think it's so important to have like an authentic life and to have, you know, Social media is just like ruining this world in every possible way. Mm-hmm. If you watch The Social Dilemma, which we talked about in our last yeah. show, you can agree. And on every level, it doesn't matter if you're mom or not, you feel this unrealistic standard of how you should be living your life. And I, for one, am finding myself more drawn to people who are authentic, like just be you. Okay, you lose followers. You might lose followers, and you're like, "Oh, followers are everything." You need these sponsors. You need-. you need you need authenticity in your life. You need to be honest about things because the funny thing is, is that you're what I have learned, even in my own life, is you're only limiting yourself by holding back.
1: One hundred percent. I think that when we talk about the roles that women have taken on, a lot of, it's frustrating. And I feel like, especially with the mom guilt and everything, that frustration gets a little bit better as your children get older sometimes. Um, It's like, I've had discussions with mom friends about this, where it's like that, Time when your kids are really young and they're so dependent on you, it's very hard. It was extremely hard for me to feel like, okay, like what, why, why are you so clingy? Like, why are you like Mark Wahlberg from fear? Like, (laughs) just give me my space, right? (laughs) And because I feel like the kids are so dependent on you for so many things. And like, regardless of if you nurse or if you bottle feed, like, it's just... It's like that the mom is the default parent. Sure. And for that, like, it's so hard to deal with that. And for me, it was really hard and it's still hard. Don't get me wrong. Like it doesn't magically go away when they start getting older. And I think even as my kids continue to get older, like. it You're always going to be that like you're it's always like the mom, the mom, the mom. And. It's so hard to grasp that like you do lose some of your independence. Yeah. And I think that for people where having that independence is really important, that's like the biggest culture shock. Yeah. And I say that from experience, like it's just, it's so, so hard. And then when you get into just based on my own situation now, like going into like being a single mom. It's even more mm-hmm. like, yeah, I alternate weekends with my ex-husband and that is lovely. But by the time I get to that, right, I'm like, I have been with these children <laughs> nonstop just for you. a very long time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the thing is like, okay, but keep in mind that it's, it's just me. And in some marriages, that's the case right, where it's just the mom all of the time. All the time. Yeah. So. Like, we need that break without having to feel guilty about that break.
0: Absolutely. And I think you're right too with stay at home moms. It's even so much so because I'm sure you feel this huge pressure that, like, oh my gosh, I've like, I feel like there's like this almost this assumption that, like, if you're a stay at home mom, it means you've now committed your whole life to being the perfect parent. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all. No, that's not it. A- like you still need to do you. You still need your yeah. own sanity. You still need to go meet your girlfriends. You still need to have your own independent life. Being able to be a stay at home mom means you have this amazing additional luxury to be able to not miss as many things and to be there when you're needed but in the same sense it's also like you need to take that time away too and not feel like everything has to be perfect if you're a stay at home mom and you instacart and you order out every night good for fucking you like it does not mean you are like Rachel Ray in the kitchen yeah and Mary Poppins with your children yeah like that's just unrealistic like the pressure should not be on moms to be perfect because no one's perfect no and and I really have learned lately that like, if I am not good, like me, like deep inside, if I am not good and I have to take time away from my kids and my husband to like, get to that point. I need to because I really am no good to them unless I am good. Yeah. And even if that means pushing them away for a little bit or giving myself some distance, if it means taking a weekend, if it means whatever that is, that's that exhale for you, you have to do it because if you don't do it, you are going to literally want to drive your car off a cliff because that's
1: literally how it feels. My kids ask me every morning if I've worked out or if I'm going to work out because (laughs) there is a... Clear difference in my <laughs> attitude before and after. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if I don't work out, it is hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm on to you guys now. Yeah, I know why you're asking me this? <laughs> I
0: figured this out. Yeah, yeah. And you, we all need those days. And like I said, my story is just about me personally, right? But that's just my situation. But. For any of us, it's just that like, don't feel like if you have to do something for you that it takes away from who you are as a mom, because you need to be you too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think it, it's and nobody not- Nobody
0: makes that okay.
1: Right. And I don't even think it. It it's just pigeonholed. I think that moms are like a whole magical creature and there is so much more stress that gets added to that. But as a woman in general, and again, I'm speaking based on my experience, like I run this household, right? So if something breaks, I have to fix it, right? So and literally, 2020 has taught me a lot <laughs> because so many things have broken, <laughs> and for me, it's been really, really difficult because I'm like, oh, I got to fix this now, yeah. like what the fuck? And I've gotten so frustrated where I'm like, if I had a partner here to sure. like help me out with this, that would be really nice, but it. I'm doing it, like yeah. I'm doing the stuff. I'm right. getting it done. And is it perfect? No. Am I relying on my sweet baby angel neighbors who were like so magical and they have my neighbor just came over one night to help me change the faucet in the kitchen because right. I had gotten it. I mean, I had done most of the work, but she's like, oh, I've got this saw you can use. And she came over and like we had it done in like 10 minutes. It was great. And it's just been for me like taking that step back and just realizing like I feel like when you get divorced for me again, and a lot of this is like an independence thing where you're striving so like you're trying so hard to be independent that to ask for help is a really, really hard. And I think that right. this ties into the motherhood thing, too, because other moms don't talk about it. And then we assume that other moms are doing the same shit. Right. Or are doing so much more than us. Right. And we don't want to ask for help or we don't want to admit that, you know, things are falling through the cracks. Right. And absolutely we don't know how to fix them. Right. And I think that learning to be vulnerable and just say, hey, I need some help here. Like I can't, this is really hard. Like, yeah, it's taking forever for my third grader to just write his fucking name on a sheet of paper <laughs> right. for his school. Like we love you, David, yeah. <laughs> no, for real, for real. But it's like, it's these little things that we don't allow ourselves to be human about. Right. And it's tearing us apart. Is Absolutely. what it's doing. Like, and w- there's already enough shit going on around the world entire world and especially in our country right now, that to take that time to just rely on each other and yeah. just be honest with each other and to, like you said, to be authentic with each other and like, you know what? This is hard. I don't know what to do. Like, it's yeah. it's a friggin' cry for help. And to admit that before it gets to like a really serious right part or like a serious, like you are about to drive off a frigging right. bridge right now Absolutely. because you feel... Like you feel so helpless and you feel lost and you feel alone. Yeah. And you're not. No. Because we're all
0: in this together and we've all felt that way. Oh my God. And I think it's about time that more people were open and honest about it. Yeah. Because that is truly part of motherhood and nobody prepares you for that. They prepare you for the labor and the delivery and all these other things. Mm -hmm. They don't prepare you for the mental aspect of it. No. You know, people warn you in weird ways in their own like whatever. I don't know. But they don't really get into what it's going to feel like. And sometimes motherhood feels like you are trying to drive a car without a steering wheel. Yeah. You have zero control of it. and You don't know where the fuck you're going. Yeah. (laughs) And you're just like trying to get the gas and the brake and that's all you have control of. And you don't know where the hell your car is going to go. And sometimes your brake line gets cut. So, I mean, (laughs) it's a hot mess, but like I wanted to take the time in my own life, and to share it with you guys, because you know, this is what this podcast is about. If we're going through it, we're sharing it with you guys because we um, can't be the only ones going through it, right? And it's way more pressure now because our kids are home more, and it is on us now. It is on me and my family, um, in our dynamic to be home more and to help with that. And I just got thrust into another role that I'm supposed to be good at, and I'm terrible at, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I see. All these amazing moms. And if if homeschooling is your vibe and your thing, like, oh, my God, good for you. Come to my house, please. Because, yeah. like, I see amazing moms killing it. You know, they set up their kids' cubicles and their kids are learning at home and it's going so well. I'm not that mom. I am personally am not that mom it is amazing that there are moms that are good at that. Mm-hmm. So then again, it's like I got thrust into this thing where I'm not working as much now where work is where I get my confidence, honestly, cause I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, knock on wood, but I mean, I'm good at that and I get confidence and I get time and I have something for me and I feel like, okay, I'm good at that. And, and now I'm like, no, I can't do that anymore. And I'm looking at 10th grade geometry. And I'm like, I can't do this. (laughs) Right. And now I'm like, am I supposed to be good at this? Because I'm a mom and I'm, I'm taking off time. Like I can't do this. And then it's such a terrible, unnerving feeling to feel like you're failing at something that everybody in the world assumes you're supposed to be good at because you're their mom. And I'm like, I can't do this. She's in earth science. I don't know earth science. Like I don't know any of this, you know, I, and, and let me say, Also on the other end of it, I also can't help my fifth grader with her math either. Okay. This is like both sides of it. I'm not good. And, and amazing to the moms who, who, where this is their strength and they feel like they are thriving. That is awesome. For me personally, This is like even more of like I feel like I got thrust into this new responsibility of motherhood that I'm supposed to be good at and I'm not. So it adds that shift and that pressure of kind of like feeling and coming out of quarantine where I – Again, in my situation, was home 24-7. Felt like a 1950s housewife because my husband was still working and Mm -hmm. I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And now going into this new normal where I'm supposed to be home to now be a teacher and help my kids. And again, teachers, I don't know how the hell you do it. Like, they're all doing double the work right now and we're helping. And it's still not a perfect system. So, God help everybody right now in that situation. It's not good for anyone. But it's definitely become something that has always been an underlying kind of triggering nerve with me Mm -hmm. is I feel like the nerve is exposed right now.
1: Right. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing is that 2020 has just brought everything to To the the surface. surface. Yeah. And now we're just like, Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Let me sit in this discomfort for 10 months. Well, what's funny is they said like, The debate, one of the jokes
0: was, is that the presidential debate Mm -hmm. of 2020 was the worst thing to happen in Ohio since the river started on fire. Do you know about this? I don't know the exact date because I'll mess it up. But apparently Ohio years ago had so much pollution in Mm. the river that it actually caught on fire and it was like a huge devastation in Cleveland. Yeah, this river fire. Wow. But I also feel like my 2020 is a river
1: fire. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's just spreading to more and more
1: arteries in my world. Well, and the interesting thing about the guilt too, is that a lot of the guilt like stems from something with us. Like we are feeling that because there is something within us that is allowing us to feel that guilt. Right. So I think that the more that we work through, which is why we're doing a mental health episode, (laughs) because I think that the more that we work through, like, where's that rooted Mm -hmm. Like where is like the root of the guilt Mm -hmm. within us, then that starts to lift some of it. And also to have
0: honest conversations, if you are in a relationship or married or with a partner to have those conversations, to make sure you guys are on the same page, because I mean, for my age bracket, I mean, I'm not, you know, we're I'm in my 30s, but mm-hmm. most of us were raised by very traditional households. Mm-hmm. And if you were raised that way, that is something that no matter, and you had a good childhood, then, you know, even if you view things differently or you're more progressive or evolved than, say, your parents' generation, mm-hmm. it's still entwined in you of like what you are used to as quote unquote, quote unquote, traditional roles in a family, Mm -hmm. there's still a part of you that knows that or relates to that or is drawn to that. Right. So making sure that you and your partner are on the same page of that is also, I think, equally important of making sure you have someone that really supports you and doesn't just say they support you, but actually goes above and beyond to show you that they are not feeling intimidated by you taking on roles that are maybe untraditional or by them having to take on roles that are untraditional. You know, you I think that's have that really conversation important
1: before you get married too. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Follow Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
0: I mean, her yeah. husband was like, "Oh, you got a job across the country. I'm moving to go to your job."
1: That's a thing like that's how it and that should be. that was
0: unheard of back then. Yeah. Unheard of. That was like oh, you're quitting your job to go with your wife on her job? Like, you're stepping away from your career for hers? Like, can you imagine the men that probably shamed him? And then, like, look at her. Look at them. It is unreal. And, like, that's the thing that – it. I'm not saying that you have to be in a marriage where the woman has a thriving career and the men move for them, but I'm just saying whatever your vision is,
1: whatever
0: it is, whatever it is, whether it is to be more of that traditional, you want to be at home, you want to have those moments and you don't want to work or like in, in a career path. And you want to be able to have that, that amazing special blessing of being home with your kids or whether it is that you want to have your own career, whether you want to be a business owner, like Whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life, I just hope that, like you never feel guilty for it or you never feel like you have to limit yourself mm-hmm. or suppress who you are to achieve that. Mm-hmm. And you have a partner in whatever way that means to you that is on board with that vision, a hundred percent because you deserve that as a woman, you deserve that as a wife, you deserve that as a mom. You deserve that and you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty for the things that you want in your life that may be outside of the traditions or the box of what you assume you're allowed to have.
1: This wraps it up for us, guys. (laughs) We tried real hard to keep it. I think we might be at like just an hour.
0: Well, 25 was really reaching.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) for God's sake, our intro was like 17 minutes long, so there's that. But thank you guys so much for listening. We hope we brought a little bit of, ironically, a little bit of normalcy (laughs) into your life for you. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.